Hey everybody, welcome back to Stadia Cast. I'm Bill. That's Lloyd. Lloyd, how's it going this morning? It is going great. It looks like my video froze for a second, but it's back. Thank you for that. Uh, it is going great. Um, I uh, I talked about this yesterday on Cloudburst, but I'll say it again because I don't think Bill's going to poke at me the way uh, a bunch of the panel poked at me. But I'm a big fan of the CFL, Canadian Football League. My Winnipeg Blue Bombers are in the stand uh, in the Grey Cup final, which is the the final trophy that you win it's been going on for like 115 years one of the longest running um trophies for this type of game we won last season and then covid hit and so we're gonna repeat but it's like two years apart potentially if we win today so all eyes are on like 3 p.m my time when the game starts and i'm going to be immersed in complete football amazingness i hope i hope the bombers come out and play really well so if i'm distracted today i'm just thinking of like all the good people on the team and, and how their morning is and if they're eating their their wheaties this morning so they can perform at an optimal level I, i'm sorry i blacked out for a second he brought up <laughs> sports and my brain just shut off completely oh i was waiting for that <laughs> uh i don't know what they would poke pick on you for for being excited about sports that's like most people i'm i don't care about sports but most people like sports uh they, they so. didn't they they didn't pick on me for, that for uh liking sports they picked on me for being a blue bomber fan because uh two of them knew that the hamilton tiger cats are the, who were fighting and they're like yeah go hamilton i'm like <laughs> how do you know hamilton tiger cats you're americans what the heck is happening yeah was, i don't uh, know who the weird. blue bombers are i don't know who the hamilton tiger cats are it all just sounds <laughs> like made up nonsense to me but to be fair like i i follow on twitter uh, Super 70 Sports, and they tweeted out the other day the NFL, um, the this magnetic calendar that you could get that had all of the uh, the standings and all of the the helmets. And I was like, oh yeah, the the Houston Oilers and the you know all of these <laughs> other uh, other teams that I remember. And I was like, um, I wonder what teams are there today. And I don't know, like like a bunch of the teams. I'm like, well, I didn't even know that they were a thing. <laughs> uh, so so like that's when i stopped paying attention was back when there were the houston oilers um right that was a long time ago i think oh, anyway this is not the sports uh the the sports ball cast that you're looking for if you're looking for a sports <laughs> ball cast i guarantee you're gonna find plenty of them out there this is stadia cast uh each and every week sunday morning 10 a.m over at nerdnest.tv lloyd and i sit down and we talk about all the stadia stuff that there is to talk about um before we get to today's stuff uh lloyd and i just want to let everybody know that uh we're going to take a, a little vacation um a little me time uh and that means there's not going to be an episode of stadia cast next week or the week after and we will be back on uh january 2nd so this is the last episode of the year now if there's huge stadia news or something which i don't think that there's going to be that news about video games tends to dry up at the very end of the year uh if there's huge video game news make sure that you tune to our youtube channel i'm sure that we'll post something about it but uh we're just going to take a little time to relax and enjoy ourselves and uh take a sunday off for once without 
being super sick, which has I don't think has ever happened in two no, years. Not at all. Not at all. So this will be nice. And as Bill said, if there's big news, obviously we're going to jump on it. Um, and there'll, there'll probably be the odd stream and 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 content posted. It's not like we're going to yeah. go completely uh, bl um, bl dark for the the next little bit. But uh, we're going to take a little bit of a break so we can spend some quality time with our family over the the holidays. Absolutely. Oh, uh, and uh, uh, real quick, the the cloudy game awards or the cloudy awards were yesterday, and uh, uh, we were nominated. But Nerf Report won. Uh, nice job. Bryant, uh, I like yeah. his stuff. And I, honestly, when I tweeted out the other, like what, that we had been nominated, I said, go watch other people's stuff. I almost tweeted, I'm going to vote for Ner Nerf Report. And I was like, <laughs> I don't think I have enough uh, credits. Characters. I don't think I have enough characters to fit it in there. So uh, way to go, Bryant. That's awesome. Yep. All right, Lloyd, what have yes. you been playing? Uh, it has been uh, a bit of a slower game a week, uh, not because of uh, anything other than Halo Infinite coming out. I've I've been I've had very very little time to play, and I've devoted most of that to uh, Halo Infinite, which isn't on Stadia. Uh, I did check out Nine to Five, which uh, dropped on Stadia recently, and I I don't I don't know what is wrong with the game for me, um, but it just seems like the controls are completely messed up. It's like there's um, like auto aim. Um, like aim assist, but when I'm not aiming, it 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 it's like my camera and my my cursor moves on its own sometimes. Uh, when I'm not touching the sticks, uh, it 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 it's weird acceleration on it as well. Um, so apparently there's a whole suite of different tweaks that I can do to make it work and and perform a little better for me. Um, but yeah, like I I tried, I, I went through the whole tutorial. And it was great. And then I went to try to get into a match and it sat there counting down for about three minutes. And I was just like, OK, I, I'm done. I'm done waiting for this one. I'll come back in a little bit once I've tweaked my controls a little bit. Um, I am not sure what to think of the game yet because I really didn't get into much of anything other than going through the tutorial. So uh, I'm going to give it another shot, of course. But um, it's weird. It's very weird that uh, that the controls are so messed up right at launch. I mean, so first off, at the beginning of what you said about um, the the name of the game is uh, nine to five. Uh, no, not nine to five. Is it nine to five? Yes, it is nine to five. Uh, at the beginning of what you were saying about nine to five, you said, "I'm not sure if it's just me. It is absolutely not just you." Um, this was one that I was looking forward to. The idea of a three v three v three kind of. Um, Rainbow Six meets Counter-Strike kind of game. Like, that sounds really appealing in short mm -hmm. bursts. And so I was pretty excited. And it's free to play, so why not check it out? And I, I, you know, I, I uh, claimed it or whatever you do. It, I, it's not buying it. It's not claiming it. It's something else. Uh, I started playing it. I tried it um, both using the Stadia controller and using mouse and keyboard. And... It was terrible. The controls are literally terrible. And I was like, wow, this is really like, this is probably the worst that I've ever felt playing a first person shooter. Like it felt ridiculously bad. And I've like harped on um, Microsoft about Xbox cloud gaming and how their input latency is way too high for me uh, to really enjoy it. So this is a thousand times worse than that. It's not. A, it's clearly not a Stadia problem, though, because I've played 
so many first person shooters and third person shooters and every other kind of game on Stadia and I've run into absolutely no issues at all with those games like they just work really well outside of Outriders um and it's just like it feels like so for those of you that don't know I'm a high school teacher and sometimes uh in the past what they have done is they have brought like a fake car to the to the school and they put it in the gym and it makes it feel like if you've had a few drinks and you're trying to drive uh the the like when you turn like it's right. it's it does the car doesn't react the way that it's supposed to and that's there to show you know students you know hey this is what's going to happen if you're if you're drinking and driving and right. it feels like that like they have almost tried to correct for latency in the wrong direction it's sure. incredibly bad like we were talking uh, a little bit before the show and you said that like you let go of a button and it takes like almost a full second for that button to let go yeah yeah it was it was really weird like it it seems like i have a lot of uh like lag um, in my controls, which latency on controls on Stadia just doesn't happen for me anymore. And I, I don't, I don't, I don't know what it is like, because not every button's like that. Like I can hit jump or, or the, uh, the X button to kind of climb over something. And I don't try to climb for an extra long period of time. Uh, I can run. And when I stop running, I stop running in the game, but it just seems like moving my reticule. It, it wants to continue tracing or tracking rather for another half second or whatever can't really explain what is happening. Uh, and I've seen a lot of people uh, online say, yeah, go in and and tweak this and tweak that and tweak this and then your controls will be good. Um, just really weird that it that it launched like that. So I'm going to give it some more time. Uh, like I said, I tried to get into a game and it took minutes uh, and I, I didn't get into a game. So maybe their servers were down because it is early access. So um, it's not a, a, it's not a complete game that is shipped mm -hmm. right now. It's an, it's an early access for for testing and stuff. So it could just be that the, the the servers were down or whatever, and there wasn't a note uh, that said, "Hey, our our uh, U.S. East servers are down" or whatever server farm I was connected to. But um, yeah, I, they need to work on that. It, it looks like it could be a fun game. I love the uh, the, the kind of story. It's kind of snarky but kind of weird at the same time. It's like, "Hey, welcome to your new job. Uh, yeah. Here, here you go," uh, and it's like treating you like you're just a. Uh, uh, a cubicle uh, person at a at a business, but your your job is strapping guns to you and going out and shooting other people. So it's just it's got this weird uh, zaniness to it, which I really dig. Uh, I just hope the controls can settle down a little bit, and then I can actually get in and get some games. Yeah, like people did the same thing. They said, "Hey, try this, try that," and like it it shouldn't like this. This shows that there's no QA for this. Like whoever's making. Well, I okay, I don't want to say no QA. It seems to me like the amount of QA that has happened for this particular game on this particular platform, I haven't played it on other platforms, is very low. Mm -hmm. And like it makes perfect sense for me to start up a game and have to invert the controls if that's what I like. That makes sense. For me mm -hmm. to start up a game and have to fiddle with settings just to make it feel like there's not a second of latency between when mm. I move the stick and when something happens, like that's unacceptable. 
Uh, and I just, I won't play it if, if like, I shouldn't have to be the one to go through and figure all of this out. And I reached out to somebody at Google and I said, Hey, I, I understand if you can't answer this, but why is it that some games have like no latency and other games have really, really high latency as a layman, I would think that all games would pretty much feel the same. Uh, and then they pointed out, well, actually, Doom improved their latency by doing some stuff to their stuff. Uh, like, right. they didn't do anything to the Stadia stuff. The Stadia has its baseline. Doom went went through, and, and they, fi- they improved theirs after the fact, which is, I guess, true. I don't know. I'd already beaten the game, and it never really felt all that latent to me. Uh, anyway, mm-hmm. they also said um, Stadia does have an API that ties a given input to the frame the user saw the very moment they hit it. That allows some games to compensate for late input by recognizing that the user should have made a jump at the time that they pressed the button, even though they uh, the input was a re- uh, received late and update accordingly. Uh, they're not sure how widely that's used. It just right. seems to me like maybe... 9 to 5, and like you said, it's early access. Maybe 9 to 5 needs to, first off, get somebody trying your game that works there so they can say, oh, guys, this is this is kind of a disaster show. All right, let's right. get this fixed. And two, maybe they need to reach out to Stadia and say, hey, how can we fix this? Because it's bad. It, and I, I don't like crapping on games because the, the developers, I'm sure that they're working hard. Um, yeah. I don't like crapping on games, but this is an actively bad game, in my opinion, right. just because of the controls. And it might be really fun, but I'll never know because the controls are so bad. Yeah, and it's it's one of those things like developers never set out to make a bad game, like you said, Bill. Um, so maybe this is just a, a deal of they did a quick port. Not not a quick port. I don't want to say that they're lazy or anything, but they had a PC version and they're like, okay, we're releasing on Stadia. We want it released on this day. Let's get it moved over. And all of the Stadia-specific stuff to combat input latency and whatever, they just couldn't get it working in time. And they're like, okay, well, we're launching into early access. We're free to play. No one's going to be refunding our game if we uh, if we put it out now. Let's put it out and then let's quickly iterate on it. So <laughs> That's a huge mistake, though, because... People will try your game and never come back. Exactly. So I, I hope it's more that uh, than this is how the game is going to be forever. Like, I hope the developers can get in and and do some work to to make it feel better. But I've, I've never, like, un, when I was first using Stadia, the, the second it was unlocked, we got our codes. I was at a conference. We've told the story a million times. Bill's doing a live stream saying, I don't know where my codes are. And I'm like, texting Bill look at your email i just sent you something and he's like what <laughs> oh i gotta look at my email and he punched it in and and, he, and your your gameplay was fantastic i was on hotel wi-fi through a vpn and i had complete and utter control over my character in destiny 2 mm-hmm. in the worst possible network settings i didn't have any of what i'm seeing what i'm seeing in nine to five so obviously it's possible to have great controls and maybe I just have to tweak something. Maybe they have some of the settings from the PC auto populate over here and maybe on cloud gaming on a controller, maybe you don't want those things. So I, I really, really hope that um, 
that this gets fixed because it looks like a really fun game like there's uh there's drones that you can summon to go scout the enemies uh there's a hacking mechanic you can you can drop healing stuff for your teammates it has like all these really fun um multiplayer components that i'm really excited about but i i couldn't get in a multiplayer game and if i did i'd probably be yelling because i'd be shooting at the wall because i <laughs> happened to hit my stick like a millimeter and uh instead of targeting the head it's now pointing behind me or something fighting shooting my my teammate in the head uh, uh but only if it's richard if it's if it's zap <laughs> uh that was the only person that i'd be shooting in the head so yeah hopefully they can fix it if you guys don't know what lloyd's referring to he's referring to when we we, we did a live stream uh where uh, google kind of retweeted us out and everything and we were streaming rainbow six siege and Lloyd was just trying to get the understand the controls, and he shot a teammate uh, and killed them because he was like he's trying to shoot past their head, and he didn't realize how big the hitboxes were. It was it was yeah. a hilarious. I'm sure somebody will find the clip and uh, share it in our Discord or something. It was a very funny moment. Um, I will say this: uh, there's definitely fault at the feet of the nine to five. Uh, whoever's in charge of nine to five for allowing it to come out like that. But uh, my question to you, Lloyd, and you know, everybody in chat as well, do you feel like there's fault at the feet of stadia for saying, yeah, this is okay. You can, you can ship this or like we've, we've talked about them, like the, the bonuses for gatekeeping a little bit and the negatives for gatekeeping too much. Do you think yeah. that Google should have said, this isn't ready. We're not going to let you put this on our platform yet. Yeah, that's a that's a real slippery slope when it comes yeah. to running a store. Uh, it, it would be nice if there it was a like Nintendo seal of quality um, that made for amazing games back on the NES. Uh, but there was also like crazy hoops that everybody had to jump through. Like if you read history of the NES, um, that's the reason why there were so many third party publishers on the NES, because you'd have Konami. They would, they would release the four games that they could in one year. And they're like, well, we have two other games we want to do. Okay, so we're now not Capcom or not Konami. We're Bob's Gaming Emporium. And here we go. <laughs> two new NES titles. Mm -hmm. When really it's just Konami titles that were coming out. Um, Nintendo doesn't have a seal of quality anymore. If you look at some of the trash that that appears on the the App Store or the uh, eShop every once in a while. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, I think Google's doing a good job. Like they have... Um, they have QA, um, you're doing what is in some some other systems are called lot check. I don't know what Stadia calls it when when you submit a binary. They run automated tests against it to see if it's crashing, if there's weird um, weird issues, memory leaks, things like that. Um, so there, there's a lot of stuff that they're doing. Um, maybe they need to do a little bit more. But um, yeah, I don't, I don't think stopping a release is good. I think you need to give developers time to work with the community and, and get it working um, optimally. Um, hopefully they can iterate quickly and get this working on Stadia because right now it just was, it, it was confusing to me why it was performing so bad because that's not Stadia for me. Stadia always is just like the controls are always spot on, whether I'm at a 4K stream or a 1080p stream or 1080p stream on a 4K monitor. Uh, the, the graphics might not look super crisp all the time if it's a 1080p stream on my 4K monitor, but at least the controls are always solid. So hopefully there's some quick work that they can do for this one. Yeah, and just for those of you that are thinking that I'm trying to throw Google under the bus here, um, I'm just playing devil's advocate. I've seen some people say that Google should have stopped them from releasing it, so it seems like a good talking point. I'm not sure how I feel about it. Like, 
on one hand, if well, it is an early access, so there's that. It, it kind of gets to skate under the radar a little bit because it's early access. It gets to have uh, a little more forgiveness because it's early access. It's also right. a free-to-play game, so it's not like anybody is spending their hard-earned money on 9 to 5 on, and then having a bad experience from that. Right. But it, it, it also, at the same time, can give Stadia... Like if that was your one experience and for a lot of people that might be their one experience because it's a free to play game. So you can just make an account, um, mm -hmm. click on a link, start playing nine to five and you'd be like, oh, this is terrible. I'm not. Well, Stadia is clearly not ready and then move on. And and right. that, that could be a bad thing for Stadia and cloud gaming in general. Uh, so it's just something to think about. I don't know how I feel about it uh, because like there's so many good arguments on both sides of this i just i, I will say i'm really disappointed <laughs> yeah 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 same it, it was not what i was expecting which is i know what to expect when i start up a stadia game and, and this wasn't it so i was i was confused i thought it was me uh, i was playing on a web browser so i thought okay maybe it's that um went went to another device and it was the same thing so it wasn't weird lag caused by some crazy thing that was happening on my pc at the time um which is what i initially thought because it was just so so weird compared to how things normally um perform on stadia absolutely uh all right um i've been playing unto the end well been playing i've played about an hour of it it came out i believe it was on the 10th as a stadia pro title uh so i claimed it and i played a little bit of it um i have to say the image compression that they're doing on this is really really good like when you look at resident evil 7 and you're in the dark areas the dark areas just they look flat black you're not seeing a bunch of banding and stuff like that or uh macro blocking uh it looks really good especially when you're outside and like the snow is going and it's like really bright colors also looks uh really fantastic i adore the art style uh, very, very almost like stick figure puppets a little bit. Right. And uh, you play as this like Viking guy who, for some unknown reason, I don't know what's going on here. Uh, he leaves his family behind and goes to go do something. Uh, and then they tell you at the very beginning, they say unto the end is a hard game and uh, you can bleed to death. Uh, you need to read things, you need to pay attention, you need to stay calm, you're probably going to die a lot. Um, <laughs> and that's true, I did die right. a lot, uh, but when you die, the, like, you're generally, from my experience so far, you're generally on the same screen that you were when you died, so you don't right. really lose all that much time, which is always very, very good. Um, the combat uh, is very Souls-like. You've got um, you got high attacks, low attacks. Uh, you've got like a, a, a shoulder charge, uh, a dagger throw, which is really cool. Or uh, it can just be an extra melee attack as well. Um, and I think that that's it. And then uh, you also you can push up on the stick to block high and push down to block low. And so you have to. You, you have to read what your enemy is about to do. Like, okay, you can't go in there and just swing like a crazy person and win. 
you have to parry their attacks and then counterattack like 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 doc says from uh <laughs> uh from uh mike tyson's punch out back right. in the day uh right <laughs> dodge and counter punch anyway that's um a good callback yeah it's it's a really interesting game um i like the way that they're changing some things up so like I walked into an area, there's like some kind of weird troll things, and they're looking at me, and they didn't attack right away. They're just looking at right. me, they're like, hey, wh what are you going to do? And he's like, he's motioning, and there's no there's no words or anything, he's just kind of motioning. So I walked over there, I opened up my inventory, I took out some herbs, I showed it to him, and I set it on the ground. And he right. looks at me and he goes, like that, it, he kind of points, at, he's saying, in, indicating, give me some more. So I took out some sticks that I had. <laughs> And put him on the ground and then he attacked me and i got killed um but overall I, I i like that they're doing something a little bit different here i don't know how much time i'm going to spend playing this game because in the in the short time that i did play there was a lot mm -hmm. of time where i was frustrated because i couldn't figure out where to go like the game never tells you that if you run up to a wall and jump you can then jump a little bit again to kind of clamber up. And so I couldn't like jump up uh, on this little ledge. And I thought, oh, I'm not supposed to go that way. And so I kept going back and forth between these two ledges, trying to figure out where I'm supposed to go. And I, I ran into that quite a bit where I would just couldn't figure out what to do because the game hasn't told me that. But really interesting and if you like like a souls like 2d experience i think that you're going to like this game i know that lloyd is not going to like this game uh i i i played a little bit of it, a little bit of it rather not my type of game uh, i don't like souls games generally i i one of the things that i love doing uh, i've been podcasting covering games doing all this stuff i, I like to play a large um, segment of the games that are released in a, in a given year. And so I'll pop over here, I'll do 30 minutes here, an hour there, a couple things, uh, play across all the different platforms. So I have a good, uh, I like to have an encyclopedia knowledge, encyclopedic, encyclop encyclopedic, encyclopedic. I put an extra con an extra syllable in there, um, knowledge of gaming so that when I, when I talk about a game, it's like, Oh, that is very similar to blah. That was on the Xbox. And they, they grabbed stuff from that. So I, I play a lot of games in a year. I finish a low, low percentage of all the games that I try. And I, and I'm lucky that I'm a content creator. So I get access to codes. I'm not buying every single game that I do this for. Otherwise I wouldn't, I couldn't afford to do it. Um, so I've tried a lot of Souls games, um, and I just I, I don't like them because it keeps me from really experiencing what the game is because I have to keep banging my head against the wall to get past certain points, and then that takes away my time from other games. So uh, maybe maybe in in some some future time when I when I don't have all this other stuff that I want to do, I can really sit down and enjoy a Souls like game. Like I enjoyed Bloodborne. Uh, because that was the only thing that was out at the time that I wanted to play, and I played through all of Bloodborne. Um, but yeah, not not much, uh, not many other of those Souls-like games. So uh, I did play a little of this. It looks interesting. I'm, I'm going to give it another go. Um, but yeah, hard, hard games for the sake of being hard. Uh, just not just not my kind of thing, unfortunately. Yeah, and I don't think it's for the sake of being hard. I feel like it's they're trying to make it very realistic in the. You know, in the uh, combat should be punishing. Like, 
if you get cut, if you don't get to, like, if you are injured, you will bleed. And if you don't get to uh, a place where you can, like, sew up your wounds, <laughs> then you can bleed to death. So if you're out of those herbs that I offered to the weirdo trolls, like, <laughs> that was a big deal for me because those will slow the bleeding. Uh, and then they attacked me anyway. Uh, but then you can go to, like, these camps and you can sit down and you can craft stuff. So you get bones and sticks and um and, and others uh, and leather and you will go to a camp and you can be like all right i needed one more piece of leather in order to craft uh new bracers or whatever uh, it, like that kind right. of thing is very compelling gameplay so i think if you're somebody who likes these kind of games it's a really good game for you i unfortunately Definitely. don't have the patience for it because i'm just i'm not going to i know that i'm going to lose a lot and so i'm not going to play it again but i think right. a lot of people are really going to enjoy it so uh yeah, make hopefully. sure that you check that out now you've also been playing dragon ball z some more yeah just a little bit that's that's my i i need to do something uh for a few minutes before bed game and i get in and i do a couple challenges or go find some of the dragon balls so i can do the wishes uh all the stuff that you have in the game i'm really really loving this game uh, it, it's more of an for me it's more of an interactive novel than it is a video game because uh, I, I keep going to the, the story missions and just watch the cutscenes and and figure out what's happening. So, yeah, that's that's kind of been my Dragon Ball Z thing. Awesome. Um, somebody in chat was saying, uh, did you guys talk about the crazy one day sale of Assassin's Creed? That was amazing. So for those of you that don't know, um, uh, Stadia did this thing where they said we've got Far Cry 5 or Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Right. You guys vote on Twitter which one you want the discount on and then we'll put it on discount uh assassin's creed one and mm -hmm. uh it was 15 dollars, which is a really really good deal uh yeah. so i'm sure that a lot of people pick that up but it's I, we didn't really talk about it um uh, mr chip because it's already in the past and nobody can take advantage of the deal uh but i thought it was really good and i think google should do that more often like yeah it should yeah, be was... like a big a big sale like it shouldn't have to be during Christmas time or something. Just say, "Hey, we got two games. Let's put them on. Let's put one of them on sale." A hundred percent. Yeah, this was really great. Um, you, they sent out even marketing emails. Like I got a marketing email saying, "Choose, choose your, uh, what is it? Choose your victor or whatever it was. Something along mm -hmm. those lines." And it's a really great image of half of Assassin's Creed Valhalla and half of Far Cry Five stuck together. Uh, it was great because. Google doesn't or Stadia doesn't normally do those types of things. So hopefully this is a start of more marketing, uh, more different marketing campaigns, which is an awkward sentence. But I understand that <laughs> uh, different marketing campaigns that um, that get the community involved. There was a, a lot of votes. Uh, there was almost 20,000 votes and Assassin's Creed Valhalla won by 69.9 percent of those votes. So people wanted Valhalla and they had their chance to get it. I think up here in Canada, it was like $14.33 or something because our, our games are $80 instead of $60. Um, so whatever the, the discount they put on, that's what it turned into, which the math didn't work out, but I wasn't going to say anything about that. So hopefully a lot of people were able to pick up a copy of Valhalla, which is a fantastic title. Yeah, you put like 100 hours into it, right? 
a long time. It wasn't quite a hundred hours, but yeah, I've done I've done almost everything in the game except for the DLC. I haven't jumped into the DLC yet. And then we got news this week that there's going to be an announcement next week about um, more content coming to Valhalla. What they want to do is use this almost kind of like a games as a service title where they're going to just keep adding content into this game instead of developing another Assassin's Creed game that's coming out next year. So what we're going to find out really soon, the next week or so, as to what the the first big um, post-DLC content patch is going to bring. Is it going to be something that they're going to charge for? Is there going to be free content? We're going to find out more of that uh, in the near future, which is perfect for people that just picked up this game for 15 bucks. All right, let's move on to this week on Stadia. Um, when this posted, like I was like, scroll, scroll, scroll. This is a really <laughs> long one. Like they, they put a lot of stuff in here. Uh, yeah. So obviously we can't talk about everything that's in here. Lloyd, what's your big, what's one of your big takeaways from this week on Stadia? Uh, the LG Smart TV app was the thing that got me uh, super excited because you needed uh, you needed a TV that was uh, released in 2020, uh, at, or 2020 or after, anything earlier uh, doesn't have access to this. And I, I looked at my TV and uh, to, to look at my model, I went into the settings and I have uh, an LG 55 inch UM6910PUC. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, UM6910PUC release date. Oh, it came out in 2020. This is perfect. I have a 2020 TV. So when uh, when the app came out, I went into the LG Smart home or whatever whatever the app stores called on my lg tv and there was no stadia app and i'm like what the heck so i google again my model number release date yeah it did it came out in like march of 2020 it should be covered uh but then i noticed on uh my actual tv box that i still had uh the actual model is 55 um 69 and when i did a search for that it's it it was released in 2019 so the model the model itself was 2019 my actual tv was released later i don't have the app so that's a long story uh which ends in a sad trombone uh because i was really looking forward to getting this app on my television so uh, explain to me why you want to have this app on your television because you have google tv or chromecast ultras on all of your i think on all your tvs right uh all except for one oh, that one and it's that one okay i <laughs> understand now <laughs> yeah so I, I i need one more chromecast or razor or not razor uh the the shield pro or uh chromecast or google tv and i was just like this is coming this is going to solve all my problems for free i don't need to buy anything else and sadly, it isn't. Uh, but for the people that have it, it's fantastic. It supports 4K HDR, 60 frames a second, 5.1 surround. Uh, you can just boot the app on your TV, connect any controller, uh, jump in wirelessly with the Stadia Wi-Fi wi Connect thing. Uh, it's it's fantastic. But yeah, unfortunately, I can't test it out. I was hoping to uh, re report back how awesome it was. But my TV is just a little bit too old, I think. I feel like Google... They need to partner with LG in a bigger way than just getting their app on there. When when the the Google con the the Stadia controller, uh, I think goes for seventy dollars when it's not on sale, right? Am I right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So it goes for seventy dollars when it's not on sale. I think that if I you know I go to uh, insert big box store here. And I'm like, I need to buy a new TV. 
and I look at the all the ones on the thing, and I was like, oh, that one looks really nice. I like that one. It happens to be the LG string of ridiculous numbers <laughs> that it actually supports this. And then right. the 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 guy at the store says, oh, by the way, we're currently running a promotion on this one. If you buy this TV, we're going to throw in for an extra $25 a Google Stadia controller. Or don't even call it that. Just call it a game controller. And right. people would be like, all right, sure. I mean, 25 I'm already spending however much one of these TVs cost. What's another $25 on top of it? And then I right. bring it home. And I turn it on and it works and it could because look, Stadia is really, really great. The latency is lower than uh, than any other platform, I think. GeForce now might have caught up as far as latency goes. Um mm -hmm. it, it's it's lower than all the other ones though, if you're using this the the uh uh Wi-Fi controller. Right. It's still pretty good if you're using a controller that you already have. But people are much more likely to try it because most people are going to say Stadia, what's that, and never bother. Like they're not even gonna they're gonna go by. But if it has a you know you got this box with a controller in it, and you look on there, right. and they're like, go to this website, and then you can play it on your TV. That would be really good, and they should do it with not just LG, but like all kinds yeah. of people or uh, uh, TV manufacturers. Um, yep. What do you think, Lloyd? Yeah, yeah, I, I really think like we talked about this early on when uh, Google announced that they want to start um, partnering with TV manufacturers and we're like, just get, get, send them a, a boatload of controllers and just make your box, uh, the, the the styrofoam packaging in your box have a little cutout for Stadia controller and just oh, include yeah. a Stadia controller with every television you purchase, whether someone wants it or not uh, for the next little bit. I mean, they're giving away Stadia controllers like they're going out of style. Um, do it this way. That would have been fantastic. And and maybe that will happen in the, in the new year um, with newer TVs coming out. But that would be the best way. Um, for me, the only issue with the Stadia controller um, as compared to just a standard Bluetooth controller is that the Stadia controller doesn't allow you to to operate the TV's UI at all. It's kind of frustrating. It's, yeah. So like when I when I have a Stadia controller and I'm playing Stadia on my shield, for example, um, as soon as I leave the Stadia app, my controller turns off and it's useless for anything else. But if I connect an Xbox controller, I can I can I can go through the whole menu. So maybe Google can finally push a firmware update to their controllers that have them work as a Wi-Fi controller or a Bluetooth controller, maybe because uh, I know that we know there's Bluetooth in it. But is it can it be used for that? We don't know. Um, or they come up with a new controller that has both modes. Maybe um, that would be the the optimal way because. Uh, it's going to be super frustrating to people if they they get a controller, they go around the user interface and they want to get back and then their controller turns off and they have to go find the remote and do stuff like that. So hopefully those types of features can come in uh, the near future. Yeah, it, it is really because I also have a Shield TV Pro. I also have a Google TV. And like if I'm playing a game and I finish playing my game uh, and I'm like, OK, I've I've. I finished the game. I shut it. I I set my controller down or something. I have to set my controller down, and then, and like it's 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 just kind of a, a pain when I could just use the thing that's already attached. I wonder if there is a technical reason why yeah. they have to reserve Bluetooth for like for something else. But yeah. you know what? There were years where we were saying, you know what? Nintendo, I'm sure, has some reason why we don't have Bluetooth audio on the Nintendo Switch. <laughs> and then they patched it in. 
So maybe there's and not then, a technical reason. Maybe they're just they're, being weirdos. <laughs> for Nintendo, the technical reason was uh, they want you to be able to connect eight single uh, Joy-Cons, and that uses all the all of the available uh, Bluetooth um, bandwidth. Uh, so if they wanted to have audio, uh, when you have when you have that connected, you can have a set of Joy-Cons and a Pro Controller connected, and that's it. They're using that bandwidth or those those extra Bluetooth things uh, to allow audio to come across. So maybe it's just something as as easy, as simple as that, where they need it for something else. Uh, it doesn't work, and maybe they're going to need to come up with new hardware for that to work. Yeah, that's that's fair. Uh, I think that overall, I think that adding Bluetooth to it would be great because there's, um, I had to buy some controllers that I wouldn't have otherwise had to buy because I already had Stadia controllers, but I can only use them for Stadia because I am a wireless snob. I don't use wires (laughs) if I can help it. I don't like wires. So I didn't want to hook up a wire to my, uh, computer and my controller in order to play you know, like mm-hmm. GeForce Now or a game on Steam or something with my Stadia controller, even though it's a really, really good controller. Yep. All right. Yep, yep. Um, Jackbox Party Pack 7. I think we talked about that last episode, right? Yeah, yeah, we talked about it, but we got news that they're coming uh, They're, they're coming with more, more Jackpack or more Jackbox. So we talked about eight um, or seven rather, and and they've announced that another uh, Jackbox is coming uh, to Stadia as well. So uh, this is good. This is one step towards what we were talking about, having all the games on Stadia, uh, but they need to go one step further, which is to have one launcher that allows you to choose games from all the different Jackbox. It'll probably never happen because that would be a huge change for the whole Jackbox series, but man, would it be so useful. You know, it, it, there there's actually a really good example already out there, and that's Hitman. Hitman, yeah. does, <laughs> my first look at Hitman 3, having never played Hitman before, when, when Stadia uh, got Hitman 3, I was like, I was super excited because I'd heard really good things about the series, and I played through the tutorial as my first look, and all of the comments were like, like they were saying, that's Hitman 1. And I was like, what are you talking about? I don't own Hitman 1. That's Hitman 3, weirdos. Pay attention. It has a 3 after it. But what happens <laughs> is uh, with Hitman 3, they had made a unified launcher for all of the missions for Hitman 1, 2, and 3, and they included the tutorial in that launcher right. from Hitman 1. So I ended up playing the wrong part of it. Uh, that's a long way to say uh, we already have a good example of this, Jackbox. Just do what what IOI has done because it works really, really well. Uh, so right. well that I didn't know which game I was playing. Um, that's right. Chicken Police, <laughs> paint it red. Um, what's your thoughts on this, Lloyd? I have I, no thoughts on it. <laughs> it looks like an incredible fever dream when you're yes. looking at the screenshots. It's like people... But they have animal heads. Uh, it's so weird. I'm excited about this one. If if I didn't have a million and one games that I that I'm playing through right now, this is a game that I check out. It's it's more of a point and click adventure game, uh, a visual novel uh, adventure game type thing um, compared to just a, a standard run around and do things kind of game. And I really love those. Those are I, I played a lot out of the uh, Dark Side Detective games. Uh, played through, got all the achievements on the first one, and I'm playing through the second one uh, slowly as well. Uh, I, I could go for more of those types of games on Stadia because, yeah, it, it looks ridiculous, especially this one. It just, 
I don't know, animal heads on human bodies. It just <laughs> it looks so weird. It's unsettling almost when you're looking at it. So I'm I'm super interested in checking this one out at some point. I would agree with you that it's unsettling. I'm going to disagree with you as far as point and click adventure games go. I'm glad that people like them. I'm glad that they are there for people that like them. I always want to like them because they seem appealing to me, but I'm mm -hmm. just too stupid to figure them out most of the time. Like the developers are like, if you combine this with this and this, then you're going to make a thing that will allow you to open this door. And my right. brain's like, well, I could probably open the door with thing A and B, and it never occurs to me to include C. And then, like, mm -hmm. I try it, and I can't figure it out, and I can't, like, I'm kind of, what did I do wrong? And then I go back, and I try it again. Well, maybe I didn't, and, and here's the next thing. I never remember what I've tried. Like, I have that goldfish memory where I've just, the last 15 seconds are the only thing that I really <laughs> remember. And so I'm like, did yep. I try that? I'm not sure, which is, you know, is what happened to me and under the end where I kept going back and forth between these two locations trying to jump up. Maybe I missed mm -hmm. it. Maybe I didn't do it right. I don't know. It's it's not for me, but I love the art style. So weird. Um, yep. I can't see in chat says, can you use the Luna controller for Wi-Fi on Stadia? No, uh, you can only use the Luna controller for Stadia, but it does support Bluetooth. Although every time I've tried to, because I have... I don't have it nearby. I have a Luna controller and I have run into a thousand problems with that using Bluetooth. Uh, oh, works wow. great for Wi-Fi when you're playing on Luna, but on Bluetooth, um, like my devices won't connect to it or like I'll turn it on and it'll turn on this device and I'll be like, I told you to forget that. Forget forget the Luna controller because I'm not going to use it over there. Uh, and I, so I ended up going out and buying another controller just so that I didn't have to use the Luna controller for Bluetooth because its right. Bluetooth Im implementation is bad um, or right. at least incompatible with the devices that I have, I guess. Uh, right. I would get it to work on my iPad and then it would stop working for some reason. And it was very, very frustrating. So uh, I can't recommend it for that, but I, it, it works very well for playing games on Luna. Mm -hmm. um uh, all right we'll talk a little bit a little a little bit more about luna later in the show lloyd just one more thing from this week in stadia that i'm excited about um they announced that the spirit fairer jackie and daria update is coming to stadia on december 13th uh this is the last free update of the year and also the largest is what the developers say if you haven't played spirit fairer yet it is one of the most um, heartwarming and warm hug games that I've ever played. Uh, it, it is so much fun and to get more free content added to it. I, I can't wait to dip back in and check that out when it comes uh, tomorrow. There you go. It, this is a game that looks fantastic. I love the animation. I just don't have time to try it right now. Uh, but mm -hmm. uh, like... It's so beautiful. You have to see it. I'd show it on screen right now, but I forgot to set something up before we started, and I don't want to make the screen go black right now <laughs> while I try and fix it and probably break 12 things as I mess around with it. So uh, right. I'm not going to show it right now, but it's a super, super pretty game. Mm -hmm. All right. Let's talk about Control. Uh, Control is this really cool uh, X-Files style game, in my opinion, with a lot of supernatural stuff where you're investigating. I'm not going to say anything about the story, except it's weird. Uh, and they are doing this thing where, uh, I, I hope more, uh, games that are on Stadia do this kind of thing, uh, yeah. where they do these, uh, little trials where you can say, Hey, 
you can play Control. They said that the game trial for Control Ultimate Edition will last for 30 minutes, and you can uh, learn more here uh, by going to stadia.google.com slash games slash control. I think that this is fantastic. We've seen other games do this in the past. I just wish every game would do it. Every (laughs) single game on Stadia should be doing this because if your game is good, you will sell a game. And if people try it, because there's no barrier to entry, they're going to be sold on cloud gaming because it works really, really well. Um, right. What do you think, Lloyd? Yeah, I, I I love these game trials. Like we've talked about this for for years. Everyone knows our feelings on um, every game should have a trial um, to to allow people to test what it's going to perform like on Stadia for them. Uh, the most exciting thing about control um, on game trials for me is the fact that the actual control. Uh, Twitter account tweeted it out. It wasn't just a Google thing yes. that was retweeted or ignored by the actual brand owner. Uh, they tweeted it out themselves, and then Google came in and said, "Yeah, this blah blah blah. Check this out." Um, that is really great to see. More more companies actually, um, I don't know, tweeting out about the service uh, means that more people will know about the service. So this is a really good thing. I, I really hope people have te- checked it out and seeing whether stadia works for them or not and and maybe taking away some of the the fud around stadia um is it is it dead is it alive i thought it was already canceled um all that garbage hopefully that starts disappearing when more vendors uh or more game publishers or devs start tweeting out about these sort of trial things yeah i it's it's more of a it's less about the platform it's more about the games which is something that i always like and so having having the 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 publishers or developers of the games actually like trying to convince you to play their games by saying hey you could play it right now half hour for free doesn't cost you anything you don't even have to be a stadia pro member that's a really really compelling thing and it's easy for developers to do as long as they just, you know, tick a box when they talk to Google, I assume that's that's like I don't think that they probably have to an- enter into like crazy contract negotiations for that. It's probably like, do you want to do this? Yes, <laughs> because um, be- because if I want to put a demo out, uh, it like let's say I make video games and I want to put a demo out for the Xbox. Well, I have to make a distinct portion of the game that is available and is, isn't going to spoil anything else. Um, like, I have to be, I have to do a lot more work to put a demo on a PlayStation or an Xbox or a Switch or PC yeah. or whatever. And if I, if I do that, people can download and, and get, like, they can pick apart my code and, and start looking at all that stuff. All of that stuff kind of melts away when you're talking about cloud gaming mm-hmm. because you're just, activating a a half hour trial on somebody's account like that's it and there's a little timer when you when you hit this if you try if you hit the stadia button it'll tell you you have 20 minutes left and you can see the little stopwatch ticking down it's just a really cool feature and i i wish that I, i hope that it gets more widely used it is kind of a new feature too Exactly. Yeah, it, it, it's fantastic. And the fact that when the game trial ends, it says, hey, you, you did you have fun? Click here to buy the game. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's just such a no a no effort um, way to get other people to try your game. As you said, Bill, a lot of times when a demo is released uh, like that takes months in at some some in some instances to 
create because they have to create a snapshot. They have to take out other things that they don't want to leak early. If this is a demo that comes out mm -hmm. before the game comes out, they have to test it. It has to go through quality assurance, all that stuff. This is just the easiest way to do it. You say, yep, let people play my game for 30 minutes. They click a link, they get 30 minutes and, and that's it. It's kind of no little effort for the, the developers or publishers to get going, which is uh, which is a very good thing. All right. Lloyd is famous for buying games more than once. Lloyd, mm. I got two games mm. and I'm going to ask you about them and you're going to tell me, are you going to buy them again? Far okay. Cry Primal. Uh, we'll talk about that in a minute. Oh, OK. No. no. Far Cry no. 4. No. OK, so that's that's really my my two questions so why aren't we talking about it now <laughs> i i may i may buy primal again uh i really loved primal and uh, my game was glitch i think i played it on the playstation 4 and i couldn't get the platinum on it uh because there was one thing that was supposed to be in the world that just didn't show up and oh. i had to collect the one thing and the one thing i couldn't collect and i couldn't get the platinum on playstation so i haven't I haven't 100%ed. I think that's one of the only Far Cry games that I haven't 100%ed except for Far Cry 6. So uh, every time I, I see Far Cry Primal, I have the urge to click buy so I can 100% it, even though I already own it. I don't need to do this. I can even get Ubisoft Plus, and then I don't even have to buy it again. That's true. Uh, that might be the way that I do it, actually. That's fair. Uh, for those of you that are wondering why I'm asking him this, both of those games are apparently leaked on uh, not IMDb. What am I thinking of? ESRB uh, Peggy rating board. Or yeah, whatever. the Peggy rating board or whatever. Yeah. Um, not a huge surprise. Like almost every yeah. Ubisoft game is on Google Stadia. It, Ubisoft is clearly the the company that understands if I can get my games in front of the most people, well, I'll make the most money. And so right. they put it on Luna. They put it on Stadia. They put it on GeForce Now. They put it on Nintendo Switch. They put it on your refrigerator. They put their games everywhere that they can so i don't think there's anybody that's surprised about far cry uh primal or far cry 4 being rated by uh the peggy ratings board which is the european esrb right all exactly. right um the game awards uh they were a couple of days ago and mm. they were on friday thir thursday they were on thursday yep. and uh google didn't do anything and i've seen like i've seen I saw an article at 9to5Google, and it's hard for me to really argue with what they said. Uh, yeah. They said, and I put it on the screen, except I messed that up at the beginning. They said, Google's <laughs> absence at gaming's biggest event only kills confidence in Stadia. And, I mean, yeah. on one hand, I totally agree with everything that they said. This is a very good article. Um, right. On the other hand... GeForce Now was was only mentioned once, and it was like they wasn't mentioned. It was just a little icon at the bottom yeah. of a thing. Um, yeah. Amazon bought an ad. <laughs> yeah, I think Luna it would be great ads. if Google had bought an ad. Uh, I think it would be great if GeForce Now had bought an ad. Um, 100%. What do you, what do you think about this? Because I watching it. Well, I was I was very disappointed not to see anything from Google, although that's par for the course for them. They they just don't they don't market their stuff. Yeah, yeah. It it was it was really kind of weird to me. Um, I I believe we got a Stadia logo at the end of the chorus uh, part of the yeah. game show. They they had like an ad and it, and it showed the the Stadia logo. So at least there was a a logo there, um, logo gate, um, which people talk about on Twitter, which uh, <laughs> makes me makes me smile um, for 
not good reasons. But anyway, um, the thing that, that got me is there was two Google Play ads that ran. So talking about yeah. Google Play and Google Play on PC. So it's not like Google wasn't spending money, but they they focused on another part up. Granted, a larger part of where Google makes money selling Android games, they make way more money than selling um, Stadia games. But I would have thought that maybe they could have they could have just included something really small. It's like and, and check out check out all these games that were nominated on on Stadia. Uh, click here to play a demo or whatever. They could have they could have done some synergistic marketing and got an ad out. Um, Xbox killed with their ads. They were like retro uh, filmed with VHS uh, camcorder style. God, the, the codes going by. Oh, brilliant. So hilarious. So <laughs> hilarious. And, and they could have done something fun like that as well. Um, sadly, it was not to be. Uh, a lot of people are saying, "Well, I guess Stadia is officially dead." So I, I don't, I don't really know what is the, um, what, what is the symptom or, or the sign that Stadia is dead because it seems like that, uh, that that line moves whenever something new happens. It's like, "Yep, see, Stadia is dead now." Yeah, true. Uh, I, I, I don't feel that Stadia is dead. They just didn't no. market. Um, we know that Google, Google people were there. Like we, we know the the. Um, social uh community uh, or social team from stadia was there so it's not like they weren't involved and i'm sure they they rubbed elbows with people to talk about uh getting other people on the service that's kind of kind of what happens when you have execs uh are, are around other execs so i'm sure they did some stuff in the background but man it would have been really nice to see something but i i mean google, google stadia is still like I don't know. It's 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 a small part of the gaming industry, so it's not surprising that they're not spending the money that Xbox is or PlayStation is at at these game awards. So maybe in the future, I wasn't super uh, super surprised. Um, so then I wasn't super disappointed. Uh, but it would have been nice to be um, to to get something on screen and and just be completely blown away that I didn't expect this was going to happen. Yeah, I, I think that what. It's like they skip E3, they skipped the Game Awards last year, they skipped the Game Awards this year, and look, it, it like, what they said is that it does kill confidence, like 9to5Google said, it kills their co people's confidence that's, that Google is taking Stadia seriously, and I yeah. do agree with that. Do I think that Google is, you know, on the exit ramp? Absolutely not. Here's the reason. If they exited cloud gaming, they would never be able to come back. Like they mm -hmm. wouldn't be able to come back and say, hey guys, you know what? We're gonna take another swing at this. They can't right. do that. If they leave, it's over. Nobody's ever going to take them seriously again. So they are in this for the long haul. Why? Billions of reasons. And those are all dollars. Like exactly. just so much money is waiting to be made in cloud gaming. And Google, if you look at everybody, I think that they have the best service, in my opinion. 100%. They don't have the, the most games, but they do have 200 games, which is about on par with the Nintendo Switch was after its second year. Of course, mm -hmm. it had some uh, more uh, recent games when that happens, and, and I right. do understand that. There's there, I, I'm not above throwing criticisms at Google. I didn't expect them to say anything. I was still disappointed that they didn't. They could have bought an ad or something, but you know who else basically skipped the game awards? Nintendo. Nintendo. Yeah, Nintendo. 100%. They did they did two uh little tiny ads and they were like they were like 
boy, you sure played games in 2020. And they showed a bunch of Nintendo games and it was like a 10 second ad. And then they did another one. These are some games that are coming in 2022. It was one of the most low effort <laughs> uh right. plays at, of the night they were just like here you go it was it was mm -hmm. up there on par with amazon paying jeff Keeley to say and by the way this is brought to you by amazon uh luna play your games <laughs> on the cloud or something like that like he said something like that like right it was really low effort um so yeah the fact that google was like didn't really participate and they get everybody throwing shade at them right nintendo doesn't and everybody's just like well nintendo i mean they can do whatever <laughs> uh it just seems like it's a double-edged or um a double what's the word double standard double, double standard. standard yeah it seems like it's yeah. a double standard which is kind of irritating uh yeah. but at the same time i was really disappointed that they didn't say anything <laughs> yeah yeah it's it, it is really surprising uh victor in the chat room says google is an advertising company and Stadia barely markets itself. I think that is the most surprising thing. Like you would expect Stadia ads everywhere on Google. Like if you can't fill an ad, an ad buy for some service, why don't you just put some Stadia ads up in there and, and just do it for free. Don't even charge the, the, the publishers. Just have your biggest games saying, click here to play Assassin's Creed Valhalla now for 30 minutes. Click here to play Control free for 30 minutes. And, and use that as... Uh, quote unquote free marketing because it, I mean you're you you have to fill those ads with text based uh, ads anyway. Um, fill it with some content that pushes some of your other products and maybe there's some reasons because of anti competitive um, practices. Maybe they can't do that. Maybe they would actually have to do an actual ad buy. But they're also a company that makes billions of dollars. Like you can yeah. afford to do some say advertising campaigns to get this stuff out there in front of people. Absolutely. All right. Well, that is it for this episode of Stadia Cast. Unless you have anything that you want me to throw in the, at the end there, Lloyd? No, no. Um, just a reminder, we're, we're taking the next two weeks off to spend some time with family. Um, so happy holidays, Merry Christmas, whatever holiday you support or, or celebrate rather. Um, hopefully you guys have uh, some really great um, time over the next couple of weeks. And best of luck to the Blue Bombers tonight at the Grey Cup. Did I say it all right? You did. I'm I'm impressed with your goldfish memory <laughs> that you got all that locked in. Thank you, Bill. Well, go, he go, said let, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Bombers. <laughs> he talks about it a lot. <laughs> anyway, bye, everybody. Stay awesome. Uh, take it easy. Take it easy.